Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I am your host, Mike C., back in the studio, cowering from the coronavirus, hoping to God that nobody in the studio gets it. Everybody's healthy so far. Hope everybody out there is as well. We're genuinely concerned. We mean that. But the show must go on. And so we've got a lot of news for you this week. we got some cool stuff to talk about. But I cannot do that without introducing my fabulous, wonderful, amazing co-hosts. First... Nine out of ten people agree that he should be what the next Batmobile looks like. Everybody say hello to Rich. Of course, because the Batmobile is awesome. Ugh. Just because the just new Batmobile. Somebody, somebody in this room doesn't you, you like You mean it. the Dodge Charger? Listen. If it you, looks awesome. If you, yeah, first of all, like if you looked. If, fast and the Furious. Right, three, if you listen to Three Fat Nerds podcast, you would get it even better. I don't want to get it. It's the version of the Batmobile that Tim Drake stole the wheels exactly. off Exactly. Of. By the way, this is year two Batman. He doesn't go from like like I bet you his first one was just a regular car. That's and then what this it is, is in the, the comics. This is the yeah exactly. So this is the next level, which is a little bit souped up, and then it keeps a little more souped up until you're finally there. It's year two Batman, just like the bat the bat bike doesn't look that over top, and then yeah. there's a costume. I if think it evolves they're nailing it. with other movies, then I'll be okay. So good. It. Well, it's going to evolve. That's the whole point. They're I don't know anything year, about the storyline. It, so. It's year two Batman, so that means not year one Batman. I've never read anything Second from year that. Batman, uh, and they are doing the long Halloween. Yeah. So that's why they're. Oh, I so love many the long Halloween. He doesn't drive around in a Dodge Charger in that in that. They're melding different. They're melding different eras. things. Once again, it's a movie, so they don't do it all. So they're basically because technically, Long Halloween happens in like year three or four. This is going there, but they're basing it on year two Batman. So they're trying to build a franchise where it can grow yeah. from there instead of being all over the place like they were before. And even the Nolan movies had hints at like Long Halloween and yeah. stuff like that too. There were like tons of stuff that nolan was throwing in even like but think about it like the 90s comics where the nolan stuff which was good failed though is to put batman as an older person when he started instead of a little younger because he was only batman for a year yeah he yeah and they they skipped him right to like having everything i had some major issues with that when but but once again they were good movies i'm not gonna take against it but yes as a comic book fan i'm like Technically, Batman took a while to get into his own skin, as anybody would. Because think about it. You're fighting crime. And the the line, in, and of course, in Dark Knight, where he's like, I don't wear hockey pants. <laughs> Year one Batman, damn near as close to wearing cocky pants. Yeah. If you if you read the comics. Because he runs around basically in the Batman noir suit, which is not really what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that why this... I mean, again, I'm not a big fan of This is the comics. first... This is the... No, Edward Cullen there being Batman. Oh, he's going to be great. Oh, he's he's a be skinny great. little dweeb. Oh, Dude. He's going to be great. Dude, Dude, everything he has done since... Twilight has been amazing, but he's also oh my he's God, Edward Cullen. Yeah. His skin is gonna be like diamonds. Nah, he's bulked up, dude. 
Dude, did you watch, see the watch have High you Life? Seen the, have you seen? But uh, have you seen the the photos? Have you seen the actual? Yeah, it looks like dresses? a skinny guy in a big bulked but up. That's, but here's the thing: he's not that skinny, and on top of it being not that skinny, he's it's year two Batman. Yeah. Batman doesn't just become nah. the great like where the Batman that you think about that most people think about is right around Dark Knight era Batman. That is grizzled, beat down old Bruce Wayne who just wants to punch people in the face instead of like helping them. Like yeah. that is really where most people think about Batman. Batman. And I'm not talking about just because of the Dark Knight movies. I'm talking about the comics. That yeah. is where most people love their Batman. Because the Frank Miller one was so popular. That's right. And that's Dark Knight. So with doing the Dark Knight version of Batman, and then Frank, you got to remember, Frank Miller also wrote year one Batman as yep. well. And he, there was a reason why he did it, because he wanted to show later on after Dark Knight and Arkham Asylum and all those things came out, he wanted to show the origins of Batman to show, hey, he did come from a normal. He is a normal person. He's not a superhero. He's the only person in the DC universe that doesn't have superpowers. Yep. Hence why he has the dossier on every other one that ends up biting them all in the ass. But he has it because, as he pointed out, I had to. I don't have the advantage of, you know, f- you know, the fastest person. Yeah, the or, list of all their or, weaknesses you know, and everything. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So he's 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 got to outsmart everybody because he's just a normal human being that has a wonderful amount of toys. But he didn't have all those toys from the jump. I'm really hoping that because of the way that the bat symbol looks on the, uh, that it's the, the, the thing. Gun? Well, no, what I'm hoping is that, that he, that's how he accidentally comes across doing the battering. I'm hoping he gets bogged down somewhere and he just rips it off of his own suit and uses it. Oh, and then you get yeah. the battering out of it. Cause that would be an organic way in the movie to yeah. go. Oh, cause it looks out of place. And I'm like, okay, well he was toying with things just like much like Spider-Man did. Yeah. Think about it, Spider-Man's outfit has gone through different, you know, the same thing yeah. with Batman. So if that would be funny if he gets bogged down, he just rips it off and throws it at somebody. He's like, huh, that works. And then we end up with a battering, which is one of the more potent Iconic weapons. weapons yeah. is, 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 so I, I, that's why I'm giving it a shot. And that's why I said it, the car's not going to look like, you know, the 19, first of all, I love the 1989 Batman. That, that's my favorite that's my favorite one i like the one in the christian bale movies i don't know that one's that cool. and i didn't too. like that at that first was ready, but the tumbler the tumbler is cool because it, it works for the, that character because, well, on top of that it looks the most realistic yeah if you were going to have an armored vehicle that's a very realistic it's like an actual but it worked thing. for that yeah. that batman that version of batman but if, but if we're going to be honest i love the 1989 batmobile because it just looks cool it's got that funky look it's not practical at all let's no, be honest no, no. people but it doesn't have to be practical it looks more like the comic book than anything right and so seeing this i'm going to the realistic because this looks like the the car you would have to build into the tumbler if you think about it yeah right because like think about it when you're first starting and you don't have you know fox building you the tumbler you have to modify a dodge charger or challenger sure yeah. Like, but that's that's why I'm saying. I understand if you don't like it. I understand if people don't like it. But that's why I like it because that's what you would do if you were building your own stuff, right? And now that we've got gone into the nerd, yeah, realm, I was going to say I'm this and here. all, all this and more on your very next episode of Comic Book Six Hundred Seven. Well, so, well, yeah. we do. Well, we we also have Three Fighters Podcast, Part yeah. One Two Two Productions. You can tune into that. You can hear all these musings, and you can hear uh, Doctor Derek on a more. You know, maybe level. we should start but a podcast. I think people and, would be way more. Yeah, yeah maybe we should have a website. Podcast. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. Hey, have you gotten over the fact that you fired us last week? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, and we're back. And we, also we back go. in the studio. You've heard not, him to, not to forget him, you hear him talking. He's been here a lot more recently. It's me. He's wandered back in from the back of the studio. He <laughs> is the smartest man in all of horror podcasting. Welcome back, the professor. Well, hello. Well, hey, what, what, what yeah. would you like to say about the Batmobile on the podcast that we should start? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, I think a lot, a lot of people would be way more upset if they used the first Batmobile, which was just a limousine, basically. Yeah. Um, it was a red limousine that, it, you know, so like 
it makes total sense. And even going into the year two Batman after Frank Miller did his run, mm-hmm. you know, like there were a bunch of writers that went on to year two, year three. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of potential with yeah. with the way they're approaching this. Uh, Pattinson's going to be great. I like the theory that Kevin Smith floated out there because he wrote a great story for Detective Comics 1000 where he goes on the black market to find the gun that the uh, killer used to kill his parents. And he he uses that to form the breastplate yeah. for his for his suit. And Kevin Smith, um, when they released the footage of Robert Pattinson in the suit, he said it looks like gun like, metal. That looks like the gun, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a really cool concept too. And I love the cowl. Like, oh yeah, it, it's just the looks, early on cowl. Yeah, it's not like, yeah. and, and of course the the ears are not as prominent. Yeah, it's, yet it's, it's slick back. It's nice. Like, like I said, that's why I'm liking the look more because as a comic book fan, I like going. And to this the is going to just strictly be a Batman story. It's not going to have Superman and Wonder Woman. No, no, no. Okay, good. Well, that, we're, we're I'm happy to hear villains that. galore. Yeah, but if they're doing Long Halloween, which is like I said, is believed to do, it won't get bogged down with all the villains because the villains are just in for a small amount of time give you a taste give you an introduction give him somebody to make pass and of course they're doing multiple films as we know so i think honestly i think that uh, you know the nolan films i really liked i did like the first two tim burton ones yeah uh you know and then there's a whole been a whole lot of losers out there as far as batman movies because let's not even get into like batman forever it's dark and it's like a horror movie kind of like you know it should be if it's gonna be the long halloween that's the best oh yeah it's gonna my opinion that's the greatest batman story that there is i feel i I feel like it's dark victory is really good too there's so many and good ones. and before we jump into horror news, I'll just say I am a super big fan of championing the fan that fact that Andy Circus is uh, Alfred. Yes, because Alfred is a badass in the comic books because he was a former and they they're doing it well in these show that's on yeah. stars Pennyworth. Yep. He is a uh, badass secret Pertwee. agent. Yeah. So basically, he wasn't just the butler; he was also the protector. No, Sean Pertwee was uh, in Gotham. Gotham, yeah, yeah, so yeah Gotham. It was yeah, Gotham was Pertree. Uh They did a good night. In fact, with Jeremy Irons in the uh, Batman movie with Ben Affleck, I love. I Jeremy like the Irons fact that they have Alfred. come back around to using badass Alfred because Alfred, if in the comics, wasn't just the butler; he was the family's protector. That's why they hired a guy that wasn't a butler but a former special ops guy. Yep, so Circus doing it maybe is but, perfect. Come on, Michael Caine and why we found like, out, Mister Wayne and listen. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon. I'm very oh, excited, dude. About. Did you see the mustache from the yeah. picture? Yeah, <laughs> it's spot on. I love it. Spot on. He's one of my favorite actors. I don't even know who that is. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. He plays Felix in the new James Bond movies. Yeah. He was in uh, Broken Flowers. He's very with good. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. He's in a lot of indie stuff. Um, he's a great actor. He's a good. The only thing I remember about uh, You'll Broken like Flowers him. was the little hot girl that kind of comes out. He's with the na- on he's the next away. door neighbor in uh, in Broken Flowers, the one who makes the list and yeah. Gives like him I said, the, the only music. thing I remember is the girl, the hot girl that walks out naked I, and then goes away. That that's oh, literally Lolita? all I remember. Her about name him. was Lolita. Yeah, her. Hey, that's I, literally I, the only thing I remember. I promise that movie. you, you'll like him. He's actually a very he's good great. actor. Okay, so he'll be very good in this role. Good. I can't wait for it. But let's let's do. Yeah, let's actually dive in and talk about. I want to talk about Batman. Well, the only reason I'm allowing this. to invite you on the Three Fat Nerds podcast. You can talk about I brought this there. up in the in the first place, and I'm allowing this right now. Because Batman is horror. <laughs> yes, it is. I say that all the time when we've talked about this on Paul the show. Paul Dano is the Riddler. Oh, so good. That's going to be a great. The best. That's great. That is yeah. the best. Yeah, Perfect. I don't know about what's his name is. The I'm more but... excited for Paul Dano as the Riddler than anything. But, else. Believe yeah. it or not, I'm not. I, 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 Colin Farrell is the Penguin I was on the fence about, and yeah, then, and then after, after Ron, Ron talked to you know he's on the show as frequently as well. Ron was like, listen, and then he laid it down. He's like, I know you don't really like him, but think about this, this, and this. And I'm he's like, done some weird. You stuff. know what? He could well, probably be good in this. If role. he's going to be in full makeup and he's a little fat, Oswald, you know, it's not. Gonna I don't work, think. But I think he's going to be. 
gangster. Yeah. If it's gangster. gonna be like think, what's his name in the in Gotham, I and think, it's kind of a young version, and he kind of becomes him, it'll work. Yeah, that's yeah. that worked in Gotham. I think that's what they're doing. I think they're making him the younger, more gangster version of the Penguin, yeah. who is trying to be the mafia leader. Hence, why there's the power struggle. It's, it, like I said, it is yep. it is based on Long Halloween, but it's not gonna follow the same dynamics. So I think you're gonna see the Penguin is more like they in need Long to do Halloween. Long Halloween, like what in the Long Halloween, where you end up with Two Face, which I think you'll still end up here as yeah. well. Yeah, but I think in the Long Halloween where the Two-Face character was more in prominent in the beginning of the story as Harvey Dent. Yeah. I think the Penguin as a villain is going to be in that prominent role instead of Harvey Dent. I think Harvey Dent will be in the background and then pushed to the front yep. towards the end of yeah. the trilogy, which we're told there's going to be a trilogy. Yep. Good. So I think that's what they're going to do. That's just me. I hope they do. So far, I'm excited about it, which is saying something because lately I have not been super excited about comic book movies coming out. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Matt Reeves, you know, those Planet of the Apes movies were fantastic. Oh, absolutely. He's, yeah, so he's they're remaking guy. that now. Uh, you did see that, right? No. Bullshit. They're going to remake it again. No. I know. Those movies were fantastic. It was, it, it, it's stupid that they're doing that. Yeah, those so were really dumb. good. That's yeah, because Planet of the Apes anything. Hollywood. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, exactly. Let's dive into horror though, because the yeah, horror fans are going. like the horror fans are like you just spent twelve Batman. minutes between yeah, no. between that and talking about Batman. Batman. But Batman I feel like we should is talk amazing. about like we should like take a commercial break. I have, I have a I have a Batman <laughs> tattoo on my leg. I, I love Batman. Batman's yes, my all time favorite. Yep. All right. Well, first piece of horror movie news that we got this week. James Wan is back in the news as he always seems to be. Uh, he's going to be producing a new monster movie for Universal Studios. Uh, the Hollywood P- Reporter is uh, saying that uh, this is a quote right from from them. Sources say the story takes its cues from Universal's classic monster legacy and shines it through a modern prism. With shades of Disturbia, the story will focus on a group of teens who discover that a neighbor is building a monster in his basement. Spoiler, the monster gets loose, end quote. So it sounds uh, a bit like Frankenstein. Uh, I like it. Actually, I'm not. I'm not against that premise. Yeah. That's a pretty cool. James Wan because yeah. he's Wan in yeah. a million. Uh, he's wandering into some good territory. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I quit. Yeah. Um, I quit. You're not firing us? No, I should have just fired you guys and never come back. <laughs> I think I think you should have just quit last week because it would have been better <laughs> to fire us. I mean, we still show up. Yeah. The show's not going anywhere. But yeah, it sounds like sounds like Frankenstein with touches of reanimator. Almost. Oh yeah, yeah. It, like, so sounds good. And Disturbia, I mean, and Disturbia, which I actually like that movie. Disturbia that's, that's was a good movie. movie. Yeah, uh, so. Morse. What was the guy's name who played the neighbor? Morse. Uh, he's a character actor. Yeah, something Morse. Yeah, he's I don't awesome. Know. He's great. Uh, what's uh, what's next in the news? So next up, uh, Max von Sydow. Oh. Unfortunately, uh, you know the legendary uh, actor who was uh, probably most famous for The Exorcist, Seventh uh, Seal. Yeah. He was Main the Merciless things. and Flash Gordon. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I but also, he's most famous for his, his role in The Exorcist. Father Marin. Father Marin. He is uh, he is in Mike's Nightmares. Yeah, yeah, he, yes, he is. That whole movie is. Well, well, unfortunately, he did pass away at the age of ninety. Rest in peace, a legend. This guy is uh, one of the best. Um, unfortunately, a lot of media outlets uh, attached, like oh, Game of Thrones and Star Wars actor Max von Sydow died. It's like, are you kidding me? Um, once again, this the guy, media. <laughs> this guy uh, was in some of the biggest movies in film history, and we're going to talk about him being in Star well, Wars. You know what? Before this show started, when we were off I, air, I got to say, I got to say though, it's not really an insult to say he was in Star Wars or in in, in no, uh, but he did the Game of Thrones. Because in the context of his career, in the context of his career, it was a smaller roles compared to, especially The Exorcist. He's I mean, a, I think he's he was in his eighties and nineties, just cashing in paychecks right, in exactly. Star Wars but movies. Off air, we were talking about how the media. Yeah, it's no problem. But like, let's. The seventh seal alone is like 
blows like I said, all that right. shit I would out say, of the water. I, I would say he was most known for The Exorcist. Yeah. Right. Per, quite personally. But off air, we were talking about how the media blows up all the stuff like the coronavirus scares yeah. and this and that. And, you know, it's it's the media doing what they do. And once again, this is just more proof. Don't listen to the media. You know, well, but, they're trying to go with the young hip kids, you know, the ones yeah, that don't know. They, they, that don't oh, know. yeah, I know him from Game of there Thrones. Was that, yeah. There was that screenshot of the, the Stephen King sense. thing. It makes somebody sense. Somebody asked it about it as a coronavirus. It was similar to what uh, Stephen King wrote about in The Stand. So Stan, Stephen King on Predicted Twitter it. said, listen, this is nothing like, you know, The Stand. It's not, you know, whatever. This is, first of all, it's real. But secondly, this is, you know, kind of, you know, just do what they tell you and you'll be fine. And then somebody wrote back. They're like, did you even read the book? <laughs> <laughs> As Stephen King, he not only did he read the book, he, he wrote the fucking book. So that, my, my point of the matter is that's that's I think that's why they had to throw in Game of Thrones and Star Wars because to people get the don't know, you know, it was like the whole uh, people saying that uh, Paul McCartney's career was going to blow up because he was on a Kanye track. Yeah. Like not realizing that Paul McCartney was in the in the Beatles. These kids just don't the, know. The kid might have. Yeah, something. They, they need the to get the clicks. Know. They need to get the clicks. That Paul McCartney, that kid might have something. But think I, about it, they just don't know. I totally understand it. But to me, as like. You know, I grew up Ming the Merciless, Flash Gordon. I always forgot it's, that was him. That's that's such an underrated movie. I mean, obviously, it's a cult classic. People love it and everything, but it's so good. So and he's so when, good in it. Do you think when, uh, what's the guy's name that played Flash Gordon? Sam Johnson. Sam Wait, Jones, I think. Jones, something. something. So you think when he passes away, they're going to be like Ted and Ted 2 stars? <laughs> yeah. It's like. Likely, actually. Because yeah. nobody knows what Flash Gordon right. is anymore. Exactly. What was. What Hold was, on. I, I remember I got, having that I movie as Google. a kid. I, I think the Merciless scared me. I think it is Sam Jones. It's Sam Jones. Sure it Sam J. Jones. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So he was Sam great in the Ted movies, though. Although, although it was a different time in 1980 because Max von Sydow <laughs> could play Ming the Merciless and it wasn't considered, you know racist <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good point brian blessed is the Hawkman, the leader of the Hawkman. he's one of my favorite actors of yes. course you gotta remember timothy G. dalton was also in that movie who timothy dalton was also in that movie. oh, yeah. oh baron yeah 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 that's great they had a great he had a great cast all right well unfortunately we have uh more sad news to pass along uh your next star nick tucci who played felix in that movie i know you're a fan of this movie yes uh, professor absolutely uh he did pass away also on march 3rd uh he passed away uh, he was just 38 years old that's that is, tragic. That is very tragic. He was dealing with a long illness, from what I understand. Yeah. I um, can't remember exactly what it was, but... I think they just said long illness. I don't know if they actually revealed it. I yeah. don't... But it is... That's a tragedy. He he uh, he kept it secret. Yeah. Um, so that he could keep working right. up until the end. And after that movie, I thought he was going to start showing up all over everything. And yeah. Never saw him before, never saw him again. Yeah, it's kind of like... He'd been in other things, but just stuff I hadn't watched. It's kind of like a John Cazal type thing. Uh, John Cazal was Fredo Corleone, and like he was in five movies, and great actor. Um, married great married actor. to Meryl Streep, or he was partners with Meryl Streep, Deer Hunter. Yeah. Um, they made Deer Hunter. They knew he was dying. They wanted to film everything so that he could be in it. You know, so like... It's kind of like that route, but in a, in the horror genre. Well, there's some breaking news. This is uh, per Bloody Disgusting. Uh, I just saw this. This this just popped up uh, not long ago. Uh, Jennifer's body director, Karen Kusama, attached to direct a new take on Dracula for Blumhouse. Oh, boy. I hope uh, I hope it's not the one that I heard about re- originally. What? There's, there's, there's an idea floating around for Dracula that's really bad. What is it? I, I don't have the exacts in front of me because it was just rumor, so I kind of ignored it. But there's like a, a take on it where it's going to be, of course, modernized, but it it, it was just bad. Uh, I, I can't, I, I, I should have like, I didn't have it prepared because it was that bad and it was just you rumors. Just, I don't yeah. even want to think about it. Windows. What would it have been? 
I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so I, I I hope it's not that one. I hope she has a better take than the one that I saw that was out there in rumor. Yeah, the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, this is a quote right from uh, their the bloody disgusting website here. A Hollywood Reporter notes the project isn't housed at Universal yet, and technically it could be made at another studio because Dracula is in the public domain. Uh, but they also know, however, that it is highly unlikely Universal will not be involved. So that's it. It's breaking news. Yeah. Hmm. Wasn't prepared for that. So, so yeah. We might as well talk about other Blumhouse news here. Yeah, go ahead. Jump right into another Blumhouse. Two more things, actually. Uh, first, The Invisible Man. Might as well talk about yes. that. Nearly doubled its box office in its second week in theaters. Yes. Uh, it now sits at $98.3 million worldwide. And it is now expected it'll make at least, if not more, than $200 million by the end of its run. Awesome! You betcha. Yeah. yeah. Have you had amazing. a chance to see it yet? Uh, no. Unfortunately, I've been... Uh just uh, super busy life yeah. being life has been kind of a pain in my ass lately i just want to throw it out there yeah just wait until it comes out on, on video you know watch it on the sci-fi channel it's horrible wait until it comes out on vhs it's just a terrible movie you'll hate it <laughs> wait until it comes out on vhs yeah, wait until it comes out on vhs it. and laser disc yeah so no it was it was a great movie so i'm glad to see that it's doing so well especially on such a small budget i said it last week this is proof, once again, you don't need a big budget to make a great horror movie. Yeah. The smaller the budget tends to be. Well, you uh, just need a really good idea. For any movie, really, you just need a good idea and a, a creative mind right. to direct but, things. But this is proof. You don't need to spend over $100 million on a horror movie. Yeah. You're going to fail if you do that. Yeah. You know, even if it makes $200 million, you're going to fail. Like, you oh. don't want a Van Helsing. Right? So, yeah. so I, exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back for a second because I did find this. This is just the, rumors. The take on Dragon. This is just rumors. It's from Bleeding Cool, so just take it for what it's worth uh sources are saying that matt manafredi and phil hay are working on a script and it will be a contemporary spin on the classic hg wells novel of new dracula would take place in modern times well i hate to break this to you this says right at the end of this uh this paragraph here on bloody disgusting the same article Matt Manfredi and Phil Hay, The Invitation, are writing the script. Yeah, so, so they're doing the H.G. Wells version of Dracula. Great. And if, uh, if, if if I, it, you know, maybe you could get familiar. It's not, it's it's H very, it's very H.G. Wellsy. Oh, <laughs> Just throwing that geez. out there. Hmm. I'm sorry. So they're going to follow up the success of The Invisible Man with that garbage? Yes, and it, like I said, it's not based on the classic Bram Stoker, and it will be contemporary and modern in H.G. Wells's. And it's probably going to have a huge budget then. Yes. Absolutely. Although it's it through Blumhouse, so they tend to keep things mm, yeah, but still, small. But it's still big for them, $20 million. It's not going to get good reviews. That's going to kill their uh, their momentum if that's It won't be do. what people are familiar with because of Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker is, the, is what we're all familiar with with Dracula. H.G. Wells was a, just a different take. So Yeah. I didn't realize H.G. Wells wrote a Mm-hmm. He did. It's 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 an interesting one. Maybe you'll like it a lot. I don't know. It's different. But you like you like everything that that everybody else yeah. in the world hates. It's so di- it's, it's, <laughs> a very, probably it's, love it. it's a very different take. So sorry for going backwards for a minute. Press no, that's on. Okay. We, we do have. <laughs> I just wanted to throw news, it though. out there for the because that's why I passed by it earlier in the week because I'm like rumors. I'm not really going to deal in rumors, but uh, now it seems like it's more uh, no. concrete than just a rumor. Yeah, okay. it's got the same people attached to what you were reading there, so it's so got to be what it is. Looks like H H G Wells wrote many tales in which fantastic creatures threaten the British Empire. Invasion literature. Blah 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 blah. Um, Victorian readers enjoyed, yeah. Um, the I, this isn't saying anything about his take on it, but I'm interested. It's, very, it's Wellsian. 
Just yeah. put it that way. So if you're a fan of Wells, then maybe. Well, his his Invisible Man's great. Yeah. Like, that that's his original story. So yeah. like Right, but like great, I said, but, but once again, I, the Dracula take is completely different than Bram Stoker. And yeah. that's really what we think of when we think about Dracula. Mm-hmm. And those other Dracula tales that they've tried to tell in the last 20 years have been terrible. Yeah. That's a lot terrible. of good alliteration there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tales of terrible. That's what I was going <laughs> good for. Job. Good that's job. That's what I was going for. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. All right, so what's the, what's the next Blumhouse news, sorry, that we've gone back in time yes. now? So this is going... Uh, yeah, exactly. So this is straight from Jason Blum himself. So he was recently asked about turning uh, Hollywood Horror Nights into a movie. Uh, as you know, there's been a lot of his stuff recently that's become part of Hollywood Horror Nights. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he was asked about doing that. And uh, per Bloody Disgusting, uh, he actually said, yes, definitely. We've actually talked about it. Uh, Blum told the site. Uh, we haven't quite figured out exactly what we're going to do with it but there's definitely a movie in halloween horror night somewhere so nothing is currently in the works but it is possible we may see that i am a gigantic fan of halloween horror nights uh eventually i will make it there unfortunately we don't live near florida or california yeah so i can go to universal studios but I, eventually i will make it there because that's my goal in the next couple of years and i'll cover it on this show but uh the, the cool thing about halloween horror nights is they have a lot of original tales for a long time they didn't do uh ip houses uh ip houses were just have just become a thing over the last decade of uh halloween horror nights yeah. because before they used to use the universal monsters in the beginning and then they started creating their own things like jack the uh, clown the killer clown uh, they also had uh, one that was the storyteller. They had the director. Uh, they've done uh, uh, recently. They did the last year. The Nightingales made a return. That's something that's something mm-hmm. that they do with the, their creatures that are bird-like creatures. So there's a lot of things depending upon what they want to draw from that they can actually draw from that are original stories to uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Every year, they have about half of their houses are original ideas. Some of them are continuations on other ones. Uh, they like to use Cary, Ohio a lot, so I'm sure that that will be something in the in the uh, uh, the story. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, the, the IP houses have gotten a lot bitter, bigger and better uh, due to the fact that they're bringing so many in. But their original story houses, a lot of people who are fans of love those houses the most because they have, you can play around with those. I mean, basically, when you go to Halloween Horror Nights and you go to let's say the us house you are walking through us yeah so that's what you expect to see or ghostbusters or whatever because last year's ghostbusters and us and house of a thousand corpses was also on that i would have liked to have seen Uh, that yeah but last year they also did one that was called holidays or holidays or something like that there was an original house and it was like literally you went through the calendar year to the different holidays and they turned them into horror things there was a movie that was like yeah did you guys see that yeah i did it it. It was an anthology it was on netflix for a while there were a few segments that were excellent there were a few that were Easter one was kind of the Easter one freaked me out. Yeah. yeah, when you see the the creature, <laughs> yeah, you know the, whatever you know, that was. Most of them were pretty bad, but still, it was a you cool know, idea. Wasn't yeah. it mixed with like Jesus and the Easter Bunny? Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yes it was. Did you, you know what the weird part about that is? Is it, it was anthology that was directed by a bunch of different directors. One of the directors that directed Kevin Smith. Yep, yeah. Yep. So Kevin Smith was one of the directors. That, so was not Seth Green. Yeah, Seth, Seth Green, Green was the Christmas story. one. Yep, that yeah. was awesome. And I do believe I wasn't want, he in that one. Yeah, yeah. But he's uh, he did that. He they had a bunch of different directors. It was really cool. But this wasn't based on that. What holiday it was, was thing, Kevin so. Smith's? Uh, I want to say I, I want to say Thanksgiving for the joke, Thanksgiving. but I could be wrong. It was the girls that like did the cam stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what? Uh, never I just can't it remember. Doesn't it doesn't matter at this point. But anyways, Horror Nights, I think it'd be great. There's a lot of original that you can draw from there, and they would make great movies, and I know there's enough yeah. fans of Horror Nights that would definitely go on and see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we might get to see it. Um, for residents near Ellsworth, Maine, on Saturday, September 19th, you can see the original Pet Cemetery at its actual filming location. So Onset Cinema, we talked about them recently. They're actually going to be film, uh, showing the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Leatherface's house. In, in That's cool. In the Sawyer's house. Uh, so these people, they were the ones that did Scream at, at uh, Stu Mocker's house. They've done some really cool events. So they're putting this on. Uh, so the same people uh, who, who brought you that are doing this. In the so actual you know cemetery it's be location. Right? Yeah, they're going to be doing it in the where they actually used uh, for the cemetery in the movie. So that's pretty cool. You're actually yeah. going to be in the pet cemetery doing it, which is not really a pet cemetery. Things it's just kind can of get a scary. Small wooded area, but uh, but it's going to be creepy and spooky. Uh, the best part about this is uh, they're hosting the event for just twenty dollars. So that's... some of the other ones have been expensive, probably because they had to rent out the house for like scream. Because that one, I, yeah. if I remember right, that was like three four hundred. So this is just but... out in the middle of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Which so... I think is even just as cool. Well, anyway, that, that would be cool if you had to park and then walk into the woods and yeah. then you sit down and then the movie. Sh- oh, that's awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. That scene. I would actually just looked at something on YouTube recently about the filming location for that. Yeah. Uh, Adam, the woo who does all kinds of cool stuff. He did one, but uh, that was like nowhere near. I don't think that that was really anywhere near the, um, the house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't anywhere near the actual pet cemetery. Those were all in different locations. The I new, think it was closer to remake. You mean? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. No. 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 This or is we, from the original. Yeah. But what they used for the pet cemetery wasn't just down that path. Oh no. In, no. in Lewis Creed's house, it was. Yeah, no. I think it was closer to that. But the pet cemetery was like in Acadia National that's, Park. That's that's movie so, magic or something like that, close by Acadia. It's it's movie magic. It was like, movie. G- golly. It well, it's sure like was. the it's like uh, the making of Eraserhead. Like David Lynch stopped making it for a long time, and there's like a cut where. Henry, the main character, walks through a door, and like the one scene they filmed was five years before the next scene. Not really. <laughs> so like, I there's say, a five years passage of time. I know people dig that movie, to... and they consider that a clip. I hated that movie. Oh, it's so it good. was so awful. It's good. Ugh. It's a masterpiece, horror masterpiece. Most people actually agree with you on that one. So yeah, I, I don't know. I I'm just, right. I hated that movie. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> Your opinion is wrong. On the movie, uh, now you got me all flustered. You know what? Shut up. Just shut up. Don't come back. You're fired again. You're fired. Go back out back. We got horror movie, horror series news. Horror series news. That's what I'm trying to say here. Serious horror series news. So uh, The Last of Us, one of my all-time favorite video games, is being made into a series on HBO. So pretty excited about that. Have you played uh, The Last of Us before? Oh, no. um, I've seen a, a student of mine actually wrote a paper about it. Yeah, um, being like one of the best. He, he wrote an it's argument. amazing. Yeah, the sequel's um, coming out at some point this year. It's been delayed like five hundred times. But... I had a student do like the literary value of um, of video games. Yeah, and Last of Us was one of them. And he showed me the opening of the the. It, oh, in the cra- house. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. with the daughter. Yeah, that's actually probably my least favorite scene in the, in the or f- least favorite thing in the game because I just wanted to play and it takes a while to kind of get through but, it. But like, holy it was, crap! Like yeah. it sets up like it's such a tragedy. It's so crazy. It's I always good. said it, it's although it's not based on it whatsoever. The movie Maggie kind of reminded me a little bit. Okay. Of that, I guess you know it yeah. didn't, but it did. Yeah. I don't know why, but well, which the, Maggie's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, love that movie, like. The daughter in Last of Us doesn't. She dies though. Like she just flat out. Dies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. She ends up dead because uh, she gets attacked by one of the things. Yeah, like right in the opening, and then yeah. it fast forward, and then it fast forward how yeah. many years and Joel. But is... Maggie's like he's dealing with the fact that his daughter is a yeah. zombie. So there was something about that that reminded me. Of. Have you played the game, Rich? Of course I have. Thematic yeah, elements. What do you think of this? Uh, I think it works itself out to be a series. I mean, 
it's a video game that is fun to watch people playing as well as uh, playing yourself. So, I mean, it does lend itself to be a TV series or movie. So yeah. I'm, I'm all now, right with it. Now I'm a little, uh, I'm a little confused by this. Cause I always thought that this would have been something they'd make into an actual movie and maybe someday they will. But uh, right now, though, big it into a series, you get to tell more of a story. Well, you get to yeah. tell more of a story. Yeah, and then tell it is a long game. game, and perhaps yeah. maybe cover more ground than Walking Dead has covered in how many years <laughs> of television? <laughs> in ten episodes. Well, just doing the same storyline over and over again will do that to you. I'm yeah, just right. Walking Dead sucks. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I'm not Walking, Walking Dead sucks shit. Yes, I, thank you. I, I'm, I'm not even gonna. I'm not sorry. Even gonna, I'm not sorry about. I'm that. Not even gonna defend that. It's, yeah. it's, it's not good. Okay, two more stories. Uh, American Horror Story. We got our first tease today. Yes, uh, Ryan week. Ryan Murphy sent out a uh, Instagram photo of uh, the first promotional photo. I should say it looks like uh, somebody. I don't know if it's a edge of a cliff or if it's uh, the edge of a beach, but you can see a big body of water. You can see two hands up, and he captioned it with "Look what's washed up." Yeah. So, people are thinking it might be an aquatic horror. Some people are thinking it's aquatic. Some people are thinking it might be on an abandoned island. Some people may, you know, like more of a horror version of Lost, if you will. Uh, uh, stranded on an island, killer or something. It could be anything. To me, it tells up. me that somebody, somebody got murdered and thrown into a body of water and it's coming back. But the, the hands look very alive, so who knows? Maybe they thought the person was dead, and right. it's going to be a continuation of the slasher. It could be, it could be I know what you did last summer. Maybe Macaulay Culkin will be the slasher. That'd be amazing. Maybe it'll be Home Alone on an island where people are getting <laughs> offed for or, real. Like Lord, he's playing Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies American yeah. Horror Story. I'm in. That would I'm, be cool, I'm in actually. for something like that. That would Because be think about it. There, there's no way. Kevin McCallister was the most sadistic man on the planet. Kid into a man. <laughs> he murdered two people. Dude, yeah, like there's, there's, uh, all the stuff he did to them was not was not mild-mannered fun. All of that would have killed them. Yeah. yeah. I just he, want to throw it out there. He would have murdered them about uh, 50 times Well, over. have you guys seen the videos online of like what would really happen to those guys oh, if he yeah. did yeah. that to them? Oh, yeah. Like the, the paint cans would have like snapped their necks and yeah. then the fall the falls would have hit like what about when he lighting his head on the fire the home yeah. alone two with the brick to the head yeah like, multiple instant, instant death yeah. <laughs> from that height Marv, it would have been death if he did it from like a couple feet away the brick, the brick would have just entered his head how about, how, about, how about how about marv eats like 10 of those yeah. yeah not only that it's also the one where they get hit by remember they get hit by the uh the the, the banister the, no 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 that too but they get hit by the uh the toolbox down the stairs oh, and yeah. it knocks them back through the hole with the toolbox falling on top of yeah. them. Oh, that man. heavy of a toolbox that can push you that far, you're dead. You're not well, getting Well, the toolbox, for, for what it's worth, if we're talking about real things, the thing would have tipped over and fell well, yeah. And then Marv, but... doesn't Marv get electrocuted? Yeah, he gets electrocuted. He, he turns like, into a skeleton. Yeah, he looks like one of the, it looks, it looks like one of the Grateful Dead. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's like the Touch of Grey Touch video. of Grey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. But yeah, right over after, and over again. Right after Harry's head is on fire. It would be a really cool horror movie, Home Alone. They should turn it into a horror movie. Why the hell not? But here we go. American Horror Story, maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe they'll make our dreams come true. <laughs> Kevin McAllister has been on this abandoned island. People wash up on shore, and he's going to home alone their asses and yeah, call it but a for day. Real. But yeah. for real. But like, another cool this take time would be, be like a body washes up and like what's happened out there. You know, like maybe is there something? Yeah. Well, if it's a lot of cool, there's a lot of cool takes. I like the fact that Ryan Murphy <laughs> likes to tease things. I mean, we're a little ways away from it in the fall, but he's always good about teasing them. Yeah. They, they started early last year with uh, 1984 as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm all, I'm all in. I'll be, we'll be keeping our eyes on this one. All right. Last thing. And this is uh, uh, something we talked about uh, a few months back. Uh, the streaming service Quibi has, uh, <laughs> they, I, I can't even like say this with a straight <laughs> face. Like, 
because this is just like so off the wall and I actually want to watch I want to get the streaming service because I want to watch this uh, so a lot of people like things about murder houses documentaries and whatnot stories about murder houses mm-hmm. where real life murders took place a lot of people like uh, home home uh, decorating shows and, and flipping houses and stuff yeah. like that so there is a and again we did talk about this so there's going to be a new series on Quibi that's going to be called Murder House Flip and uh, we have a premiere date for this. Uh, April 6th, it's going to begin. Uh, uh, the episodes are only going to be 10 minutes long. But uh, this show is where they're taking real-life murder houses and renovating them and flipping them. So the tagline that they're using for the show is that they're taking these houses from morbid to marvelous. Uh, well, the thing with Quibi is I do believe I nothing on Quibi could be more than 15 minutes long. Yeah. I do believe that's, is the, that what that's the catch for Quibi. I don't know how you can get a show out of this in Why 10 not? minutes. It's like skits. You, like skip, skits. you, skip, you skip over all the useless shit. Like, yeah. so think about it. You all take those a, shows are bullshit. I want to know more about go, the history of the house. Well, you, that's what, what you do. You go you're ten minutes. You go ten minutes while you're re- while you're renovating the house. You do ten minutes of the history of the house, and then in the last five minutes you did the reveal of how it's different. But it's yeah. only ten minutes long. Okay, five minutes. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Well, I don't like know. show the house as is, backstory, renovations, boom. Yeah, or yeah, you can make it more than one episode long. Uh, that's also the uh, we've talked about Quibi in the past because that's also where they were doing the idea of doing that midnight Stephen King horror show yeah. that oh, yeah, had to yeah, be yeah. released at midnight right and it would only be released at midnight you could only watch it from midnight to 1 a.m that was yeah. it uh so <clears throat> they're you know so quibi's doing some interesting stuff high concept stuff yeah they're doing different stuff than everybody else uh i don't it's know if i'm different. on board i don't know if i'm on board with quibi yet you know especially with every other heavy hitter out there with yeah. disney plus hbo max on the horizon very soon uh peacock network to a shorter extent i'm not enough a fan of friends to want peacock network yeah. right uh, Say by the Bell is going to be on it though, so that's that's a win. Isn't uh, the new Hannibal, the Clarice? Isn't that? I do believe oh, no, that's, that's on, on. That's going to be on CBS. Uh, that's on CBS. Like, they're bringing back yeah. Hannibal. That, what? There you go. There's another not one. Hannibal, CBS. Clarice. CBS now is still a thing, but it's not. Silence. It's weird how they're doing oh, all sorts labs. of stuff. But did that not really take off? The, the two big, the two big ones that are you know the one that came out recently with Disney Plus. Of course, Netflix is always there. And, see, and like then the other one's going to be HBO murder. Max is going to be the This other show I'd like one. to see on Netflix. I want to see like seasons of this because there our are show? so many murder houses. I want to see our show on Netflix. Our show? I'd love to yeah. be on Netflix if yeah. they're listening. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, 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 I would also love to be on Shudder, though. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good idea. I think it's they, time to reach they, out to they, us. They, to do, they, do, they do listen. So good, They do. Good we should reach out to them again. If you guys are listening, come on, pick us up. Well, you know who is? Pick me up, Lord, from the bottom. <laughs> but you know what? You know who we guarantee is listening? All of you listening to us right now. And we always want to hear from you. So if you want to talk about anything we talked about in that segment, including Batman, because we're always about talking about Batman, yes. you can do that on social media. We are on uh, Facebook, HorrorZone607. Make sure you like and share that page. We're also on Twitter and Instagram, at HorrorZone607. Uh, make sure you're following us on both of those as well. And last but certainly not least, when you're talking on the on the social media, use that hashtag HZ. 607 to uh, let us know you're joining the conversation. Also, you can go to 8122productions.com. Check out some of the reviews we have up on there. Check out some of the events we're a part of. Check out all the news. Check out the Three Fat Nerds podcast. Uh, check out friends of the show like the ODPH and all this and all our local sponsors and so much more. 8122productions.com for all of that. And last but certainly not least, if you would like to support the podcast monetarily and get some awesome content from the 8122 production family is a lot of bonus content for only one dollar a month that's only twelve dollars a year folks you get all that content on patreon patreon.com slash 8122 productions and uh maybe even more to come uh 
So, because, you know, we were talking about it on the Three Fat Nerds podcast. It was uh, the 100th episode, by the way. Oh, nice. Wow. This, this week. So, so, 100 episodes of Three Fat Nerds, which one day will be there, not too far in the future, even on this show. Yeah. And guess what? We're like, hey, what can we do more? Hey, let's do more for Patreon. Let's get some people on. The reason we have the paywall is because, trust me, we cannot let Dr. Derek do what he does on Love is Scary <laughs> without a paywall. And for the month of March, you get an episode every week instead of once a month or once every other week because he wants to up the game on that as well. You'll never think of hot ramen the same. Oh, we haven't gotten to that. That's week three, so that's a good tease, though. Yeah. So uh, this upcoming week, you'll never look at Twitter the same after because <laughs> it will be coming out on Hump Day every week because, come oh, on, what other why? day can Dr. Derek uh, come out? But yeah. Hump Day? Humping. Is it a weekly right. show now? Uh, well, for the month of March, it is. Oh, and then it's gonna be back to like once or twice a month. And you know, I've got that. an idea for the next. Well, time yeah, that you, I'm you on have to him. get on there. But uh, he wanted to remember his New Year's resolution was to do more. Hopefully, yeah. you can get on for the fourth week. We haven't recorded that yet, so we'll have to make that happen, even if it's from your undisclosed bunker. Yes. So we'll with, be talking more about that in the future. <laughs> so with that being said, though, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking some horror. More importantly, we're going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. So uh, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to Rich and Mike on the Horror Zone 607 Podcast. horror fans we are back to talk some horror and this week uh i was i was we're gonna do like an editorial piece uh, we've done these it's been a while since i've done one of my uh, uh editorial pieces uh i was re- going through the inner horror entertainment news and i came across this on showbiz cheat sheet which is uh cheat sheet.com uh just to give them credit uh the the person who wrote the article that i that inspired me his name is uh joss lesme and the article he wrote is A Nightmare on Elm Street, colon, five actors who could convincingly follow in Robert England's footsteps as Freddy Krueger. Of course, we are at a crossroads. The uh, Craven family owns the rights outright, and they are looking to make. Uh, everybody is pitching ideas to them, and they said when the right idea comes, they'll be in. Of course, we know Robert England is in, and he's out, and he's in, and he's out. And then he says he's in if it's animated, he's out if it's got practical. So we don't, we don't know. Robert England could be in, could be out. It, it, it depends on his mood in the day and the week, huh. uh, which at his age i cannot blame him but we're very realistically at a precipice where we need a new freddy krueger because who else is going to be in freddy's dead who else (laughs) i I wanted to get it out of the way before everything got serious it's in there it's in there so uh so they have a list of five guys and i thought the five guys were very intriguing and i would like to get your burgers and then i'm going to open it up to you guys and myself to name anybody else we think that could play a convincing Freddy Krueger that fans would like. Of course, we know Jackie Earl Haley did try to be Freddy Krueger and uh, for better or for worse, it didn't work out. <laughs> you know, so maybe a different actor could have better luck. Oh, I think that was just unfortunate production, I think. Like, uh, he could have been great, but yeah, the wrong director, wrong idea. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, wrongs. I can't just blame it on him. So the first, <laughs> the first person on their list is Michael Keaton. 
Of course, Michael Keane has played a, a, a horror horror ass villain before in Beetlejuice. We have recently seen him as the Vulture in uh, the MCU. He can get that <laughs> voice. And yeah, uh, Michael. Uh, they they even say here Michael Keane's portfolio sets him up for Freddy Krueger. Seeing the actor slide that glove onto his hand before scraping the pipes would be movie magic. How would you guys feel if 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 Michael Keaton was announced as your next? Freddy Krueger. So I just want to point out, there's would, no way anybody's going to be happy if it's not Robert England. I got that. You I'm know, we'll saying, get that, yeah, but yeah. you're right. You know, that I would think be really that, good. I think Michael Keaton's he, gold in he, everything he, he does. He'd be probably my favorite pick. He'd be the pick. No, I'd, uh, yeah. I Just Holy talking crap. about Michael Keaton, not to get off ch- off topic here, but have you ever seen the movie The Other Guys? Yeah. So good. <laughs> How great was Michael <laughs> yeah, Keaton so in that? Good. You got a creep. <laughs> creep. Oh, come on. Nobody says creep, creep unless it's a TLC working, reference. I'm working here and I'm working at Bed Bath & Beyond. Because... <laughs> I've got a bisexual son who's going to NYU, and he wants to be a DJ. I got to pay for. <laughs> I love it, dude. That movie was but great. Michael Keaton's great, great in everything. everything. So, so yeah. my thing is, that I think he'd be great as Freddy Krueger as well. And I think if he's if he puts in a good enough performance, people won't forget about Robert England. It's not about forgetting. Yeah. But I think that people would be happy with it and go, "Oh, we accept this." He's kind right? of he's got kind of like the spastic energy you know yeah. like and and uh the voice he's got the voice oh definitely the, i can see even honestly, the face see like yeah. even the face you could see the makeup on him i, I could see that I, I think he'd be great with the glove I, yeah I, I honestly i think that that's a little bit of the, the comedy if they want to throw the comedy in yeah yeah definitely that's definitely the part i mean let's be honest uh over time starting around uh, part three he became uh very com- comedic at times so yeah it would be good to have a guy who has comedy chops like Michael Keaton. I, I, I'm with comedic Michael actors are generally quite honestly that was anyways. my favorite one on this list. Not saying that yeah. any uh, the other guys in this list are very capable. I, I just e- think this. I wouldn't even have thought of him, but now that you say it, oh, like yeah. I I want him. Well, number two, I have a feeling it's because he's the it guy currently, and number two is Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, of course, great role as uh, Arthur Fleck in mm-hmm. uh, the in the Joker. Uh, won the Academy Award for it. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to point out what they point out about it because once again, this is their list, so it's easier to do that. They say uh, Phoenix's depiction would imaginably subtract some of the corny humor, opting for madness over farce, as he does not seem like one to agree to the campy dialogue akin to earlier installments of A Nightmare on Elm Street. So. I feel like he would go back if you're looking into it. It would be like more like original Nightmare on Elm Street, like Freddy Krueger, like Freddy that Kruger. kind of Freddy Krueger. I could see Joaquin Phoenix playing that. I just don't see the makeup, and I don't know if I I'm sold on him acting as as no, Freddy. No, I uh, I wouldn't want to see that. No, I'm hard pass on that. Mm, well, and anytime you have a top five list of actors to play something, this guy's name is always bound to show up. Of course, Johnny Depp is uh, the next on their nope. list. No. And uh, I, I'm also, I'm out for him. <laughs> I don't understand why he's on the list other than the fact that everything else. Well, the one person, he's got a history of being in the movies. Yeah, the, the one so, person that's I mean, not kind of neat. The one person that's not on this list that's everybody, in everybody's list normally that I'm surprised about is Idris Elba. I think Idris Elba should play everything, but it's uh, not Freddy. <laughs> I, I just can't see Idris Elba because he has that serious, like, too, monotone voice. He's too yeah. big. He's yeah, too, man. like, yeah. he, he's too, maybe, like, maybe, buff. maybe a version of Freddy in the dream world. Yeah. Like, like going back to, like, Super Freddy or something. But, right. But, like, Idris Elba's too, like, he's, he's, he's scary on his own. Like, I don't yeah. think he needs to be Freddy to be scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, Freddy's got to have, like, a wraith-like quality to some extent. Like, skinnier, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, a built Freddy Krueger doesn't work for me. This, right. this is the next person on this list is probably my second favorite on the list behind Michael Keaton. And I believe that he could do the character very well. And I think he could do the human portion of the character very well. Number four on their list was Michael Shannon. Michael, well, I hate that guy, but he could. Oh, that's my, my point. Dude, dude, that is Michael, my point. Michael Shannon 
is one of the best living actors. Yes. That's my point though. <laughs> but think about it. the the fact that he can get you to hate him in his roles would make him the perfect he, person to be human Freddy Krueger because he'd be super hated. I saw the first time I saw Man of Steel that was the first time I really paid attention to Michael Shannon. I was like I need to see this. I need to see everything he's done. And uh, it was when I was still getting discs from Netflix. So I just loaded up every single movie that Michael Shannon's been he's in. He's great. He is one of the best living actors. The reason why he's on the list is said Michael Shannon would capture Freddy's sinister nature with ease, which I agree with. He would likely need to just find a way to alter the comic aspect a bit to retain the character's history, but also fit in with and maybe extend the identity as he has forged as an actor. I, I think he would be I think he would be fine. I, I can't stand the way he talks. That, that yeah, but he would change he would change that. He's, got he's changed that in different he, yeah. movies and stuff. He the second that guy walks on screen, he's intense. Oh, like yeah. it's just he brings this intensity that like no other actor. I can just see him being human. I can Freddy see him Kruger. doing it, but I, I, I'm a pass just because I can't stand him right. As an actor, I, that's fine, but, but I, I mean, I'm, I would. Have, he's he's it's so far on their list. He's number two on their list for me. Okay, because I think yeah. Michael Keaton is definitely the front. I, I would. Agree. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm the right. last, the last one, I am fine with because we have seen him in a lot of makeup, so I think that he would be fine in makeup, and I think he would just be playing an extension of this character. Of course, that is Ralph Fiennes, who of course was Voldemort in Harry in the mm, Harry Potter he movies. He could be good. Yeah. So I think he is also a very good. Like I, that was the one. That's the last one on their list, by the way. Uh, but I think that he could be a very good. We've seen him. In a deep amount of makeup and yeah. bald. and and he is that's kind of a Freddy Krueger s character. <laughs> yeah, if, if Voldemort is kind of a Freddy Krueger s character. Yeah. So technically, I think he'd be fine as Freddy. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I the only reason I would put Shannon and Keaton Keaton first, Shannon second, him third, but all of them I would accept as Freddy. Yeah. The reason why I would put it in that order is because I think Michael Keaton, with name value alone, plus the fact that he's probably one of the greatest actors to ever live. Yeah. Would would be accepted by more fans just because Michael Keaton is Michael Keaton. Yeah. Uh, and also bring a new audience because there's a Keaton fans. And don't Shannon, go chasing waterfalls. An older audience too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't go chasing waterfalls. Yes, exactly. If, if he can work a TLC reference in, bam, he's he's the greatest. Ever. <laughs> bring it he, in. He might he right might back off a little. He might he bit. might take it. He might he might take he might take the role completely from Robert Anglin if he brings in a TLC. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, number two would, for me on their list would be Michael Shannon, and the reason why is just I can see him being evil. Yeah. Like the sinister side is easy. If you, you want to make makeup, it, if you want, yeah, exactly. I think he should be the human Freddy. You would hate him completely. Yeah. And it would be one of those times where he just has that ability to be hated. That yeah. would be really and cool. I to think do that a... would be sinister and good. I yeah. don't think he could do the comedy portions because God knows we've never seen him. But as far as like the serious sinister stuff and last, and like I said, Ralph Fiennes is perfectly fine with me. Uh, but uh, I just think the other two name wise and everything would be better. But he'd seems be great because he's done it. I feel like he's already done it. Voldemort it seems is kind a bit of a repetitive, problem. though. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of like because eh, I think that's what what would happen. People wouldn't like it because they'd be like, he's just being Voldemort as Freddy Krueger. Because yeah. yeah. the, the characters have a similarity, they really do. So now I want to open it up. Yeah, Who, I got, I got you, a list. Let's I mean, go ahead. I, I got so Mike, I've them got on here. three. Okay, so you, let's you start with first, let's start with Rafe because he has three. All right, uh, Richard Brake. That would be good. I could see that. I like that. I, I, I want to see Richard Brake as Freddy Krueger. That's my number one pick. Um, this is just because I've been watching him on Conan recently interviews Timothy Oliphant. 
I had him on my list. Yeah. Um, well, I we'll th- talk about it. Yeah. I think he would be interesting. Um, he looks terrible all of a sudden, though. He's skinny. That might help. Yeah, that, might, that might help the role. Yeah, yeah maybe well, that's what he's going for. And but I'm going to look problem, like he's the aged only problem, a lot. I, I gotta say, the only problem with Elephant being in the role, he's very good, but he tends to come off as douchey a lot in yeah. movies and shows, mm. and I don't know if that's going to work in the Kruger role. If he could not be douchey, then yeah. Yeah. Well, he's never really well, he was act, Mickey. He's he was never Mickey and acted as anything like that kind of crazy he was before. mickey and scream too yeah but he didn't act that crazy yeah he got pretty crazy in the end well the, not yeah, that but, crazy but, but he got by pretty the way, crazy the, but the end was kind of eh. i like that movie i really? i like that i, I love scream too and you, you know i'm uh, i might switch this to my number one kevin bacon that's yeah, something Kevin people have been everywhere. talking about for so long i purposely didn't by the way i just list. want to point oh, out because he's the odds on favor at, oh, okay, at his age it. now you know, of course, Kevin great. Bacon's amazing. Yeah. But at his age now, he has the facial the facial features yeah. that look more like Robert And he's Robert been Engel open to it. He's talked about it, that he'd be open That'd to it. That'd be a great it. trifecta. He was, in, he was in Friday the 13th, and then he could be in Nightmare on Elm Street. And Tremors. And Tremors. And Tremors, Tremors yeah. Making his return to Tremors, actually, from what I understand. Well, they were well, going to do the series, didn't they? and it didn't happen. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Boo. Ugh. They should have done it. It sounded like he was a coming cool back. Idea. He was coming yeah. back. Anything Kevin Bacon's that I'm in for But watching. Richard Brake, number one. I, yeah, I, know, I can Richard definitely Brake's see that. Really of of that list, that I would agree with you on that. Yeah. I'm, okay, Mike, let's get this long list. So, we, know, so, no, so we can knock one off because Alphant was on yeah, it. Yeah, so we're down to 11. Okay. And, and the first one is just one that I'm just surprised that nobody had put it on a list yet. And I'm not saying that I would like to see it, I would like to see it because I can't stand him. But he's so over the top. Nicholas Cage. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely He's not. He's so over man. the top crazy that yeah. I think that they the only way would talk okay, about it. The only reason, I wouldn't want to see it. I'm not saying that, but I'm just surprised that this is not had even it on for this is not even for my normal joke. The only way I'd see that is if they really were making a sequel to Freddy's Dead. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, honestly, not, once again, and like I said, that isn't even my but normal the bees, joke. The bees, the bees. Oh, that, that's the bees. my point. He's so over the top that it, the only way I can see him being Freddy Krueger is if they were like, okay, we're going to go straight like sequel to Freddy's Dead, that kind of amount of comedy in a, in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Well, we got two Outside Freddy's of that, Dead references in here today. Uh, yeah, I I, but that wasn't even, it wasn't that's even that's a part of the stick. It's yeah. just, that's the only way I can see him you being You both it. saw Mandy though, right? He was really good, not. but he's still oh. over. I can't stand Nicholas Cage. He's just over, Mandy was great, but yeah. it's because he's great at being over the top. Mm. Like I feel like horror is great for him because over top because uh, the was it the kids movie that he was in Mom and Dad Mom and Dad was dude great. was great. Yeah. But think about it, the best part about that was he was over he's the top. So that, manic that scene yeah. that scene where he's but, outside the door. Come on, you know come what? on out. If he was Freddy Krueger, like, I just, just, just want to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. and you're just like oh my god. That's Freddy Krueger though. He could say original lines like I want to take his face off yeah. oh man Diesel, <laughs> if Diesel listened to this show and he wasn't scared of the show he would hate you for that especially if you followed that by saying I could eat a peach for hours, <laughs> for hours. <laughs> we, Pastor we, Troy we say, Pastor the, we, Troy. say the, we say lines from uh, Face Off to Diesel on Three Fat Nerds just to drive him nuts uh, so. next time I, see him, uh, I, I should make him one. listen to this so just so, so he can know that we threw it in there but Face Off's great what's number 10 on your list so these aren't even in like <laughs> a know, rank I, I know I know but I'm saying um, we got 10 left next one on my list and he's way too old to play he's actually older than Robert England so or about the same age as Robert Robert England, so he wouldn't do it, but I can just picture it, and that would be Richard Jenkins. Yeah, yeah Richard he, Jenkins is decent. Like, amazing. He's he could, an amazing actor. Yeah, I, I think we run in the same problem we run in with Robert England. He's seventy-two back, years but, old. I put their but, ages next to everybody. But, I put but, down. But, he's seventy-two. But, but I could see it. I could see it. But once yeah. again, I think that that's going to hurt him because of the same yeah. age. There's a couple other ones on. A lot of these ones are actually too old to play it. But uh, next one on the list, Willem Dafoe. 
I don't know if he's too old to play it. He's sixty. That's fine, but he he's still ready to pull his put his body on the line. Because let's be honest, William Defoe is amazing in that. Tom I yeah. can see, I can see, I can see William Defoe doing it. Why? Because the, the Green the, Goblin was basically Freddy Krueger. Pretty much, acted. pretty much. But I he also like him. he's such a great actor. I can see him doing it, and I think I think his age would help him because yeah. I don't think he really cares about how old he is. They're I don't think putting he his body would on the do line. it based on the fact that his career is where it is right now, but. He might though. But he did play the Green Goblin. He, that that so, guy, that guy can though. bring, like he can do. He's such a method actor. Can yeah, we mix too, in? So. Can the we mix in his, of his work? He he would make it way better than it ever would. Be. All you have yeah. to do is tell him you can, you can mix in some of the shit he did in Antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't think people are ready for that in a Freddy Krueger though. Continuing um, on. Also, sixty-four Ugh. years old, Brian Cranston. Cranston's good in everything, so yeah. I can see that. Once I again, he's him. another guy who I don't think, like, why we see an older guy want to do is because the limitations of Robert Anglin saying it's hard to wear the prosthetics, etc. And I, it is, and I'm not, like, taking away from him. But between the two guys you just named, even though they're a little older, those guys don't care. Like, yeah. I can see, though, for the art of it, I can see those guys wearing that and not giving two shits about how old they are. Yeah. Just because they're at that level. Now, mind you, also, they didn't wear it for years like Robert Anglin, who it's probably broken his body down. Let's right, be yeah. And then um, Cranston had that great run in that commercial as Jack Torrance. Yeah, yeah it was really good. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see that uh, uh, go a little further. Of course, uh, he was great on Breaking Bad. He, he, he has so much depth and the comedy bits. Yeah. As we saw him in yeah. Malcolm in the Comedic Middle. He's actors. very good. So there you go. He could actually do the serious and the comedy side. I would be on board for uh, Brian Cranston. All right. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess. He'd if, get the comedy part down. He's about the right size. He looks like him. Yeah, I don't know. Of. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I, I think I it mean, would fail it miserably be, if he did it. But I, yeah, I, don't, I think he. I don't, yeah, I, think I don't think he would be horrible in the part. I just no. don't think it would work. Nah, yeah, uh, like, like, I'm fifty fifty on that one. Yeah, well, we, like I said, I could see him doing it. I could see the role. I'd be the like, look, okay, he looks yeah. good, but I don't think that would succeed. It's kind of like with Ralph Fiennes. I think he would look good at the part because we kind of seen him with a. Right. But I just don't think that it would work. I don't think the fans would buy it. You have to go with a heavy hitter. I mean, Cranston and Defoe are definitely heavy hitters. Michael Keane definitely a heavy hitter. You have to go with somebody who is larger than life because I think that that's the only way fans will even accept it. Right. Yeah. Uh, the next one, I don't think I'd want to see it, but I put him on here just because, again, I'm surprised that he hasn't been on any lists um, that you read, uh, Rich, or or you, Professor. But uh, Bill Mosley. Yeah, you're, you're you're getting into I think he'd be great because Bill Mosley is, let's he's, be honest. He's 68. But by, 68, 68 years old? Yeah, and I, I guess, never would have known that. And, and I'm going to defend the same way I defended 50s. Cranston and Defoe. I'm going to say that he's willing to put his body on the line, so you it's know, not yeah. a problem. The thing with that is, like, he played uh, he played the, the the cook from Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Texas Chainsaw 3D. He like they they yeah, recast they the character him. because yeah, yeah. you know the original actor had died, and I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand the way he looked and this and that. And he's always over the top with what he does stuff, but it would work as a Freddy Krueger role. But he's too old for, for the role. Here's the thing: I think horror fans would accept it. I think mainstream, I don't think it would. Yeah, because he's not a very mainstream guy. But horror fans would be excited because everybody loves Bill Mosley. Yeah, horror. maybe he's that's cold what would guy, work. Yeah. Maybe that's what would work. There's another People guy. Would be that, like, who the hell? There's is one this guy Freddy? that I'm. There's yeah. one guy that I'm going to mention. If you don't mention that, I, I think would work for that same reason too. But continue on. Okay, uh, Doug Jones. Of course, he can Derek, do it. Yeah. He can but he's, do it. he's six four, I believe, or six five. He's, he's a little, big cool guy. tall. He's a little tall for Freddy. He's but too tall. To that play could Freddy, be cool, but. though. But he would be a cool Freddy. Once again, we're going to run into that you problem. You could digitally though. shrink him. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, look, here's they the digitally problem. like lowered the age of the actors from it 
you know, in chapter two. Yeah. So well, I also got to point out that uh, the the I think he'd be great in it. But once again, I think it's going to be like the other 50-50s on this list. He'd be great. I could see him in the role, but I don't know if it would sell to the fans. Yeah. yeah. But I think he would be great in the role. The fans don't know. I know better than the fans. Oh, uh, you can't you can't do that all the time. Yeah. You can only do that in wrestling. Yeah. Next up, Jeff Bridges. I'm hot in your dreams, man. Dude, the, oh, man. All right. So if he That'd plays ready, ready, if he plays Freddy Krueger as the dude, I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. He's got to have the well, robe on. You know. Krugbowski, I'm in. Fred, the big Fred Bowski. There yeah. you go. For oh, big Fred Bowski. I'm in. Next up, uh, Christian Bale. No. Uh, I think he's too over the top. You think so? Yeah. He's 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 too intense. And, and that sounds weird to say, but he's he is really too intense. You think he'd be well, too intense to play a Freddy? Krueger? Could you imagine Batman voice as Freddy Krueger? I'm Freddy. There's, well, <laughs> yeah, there's well. a uh, well. I mean, he could do it, but it's just I don't know. Where is she? He he looks too good. Also. Yeah, I was gonna say like, he is a very he, handsome he, like, man. He's a handsome man. Even better. But uh, yeah, but that you know what? You know what's really funny? Uh, it's you say he's intense. Makeup. There was there was like an article years ago. Um, I remember. It, I forgot what magazine it was, but it was an article. People talking about like uh, how awesome Christian Bale is and like women talking about how oh, yeah, sexy he yeah. is. But a lot of the women were like, I don't know if I would ever want to have sex with him because he just doesn't seem like he's a fun person. <laughs> <laughs> he feels like he has sex like he does in American Psycho. Yeah. Like just it, like just going to town. Yeah. And he's he's crazy. The guy's yeah, crazy. crazy. He is crazy. I just thought of another. I, I love him. him but I like he's crazy. Him. Like I'm back him. up to 12 because I just thought of another one. But although he he's too big We're for back the part. Up to 12. Right, he's too going. big for the part. That's Javier Bardem. But he's too big. He is no, too big for the part. But big. he would be he'd be and fine. His face too is big. too big. And he has too much of yeah, a too face. much of an accent. <laughs> now, he'd be great if they do recast Super Freddy. He has too yeah. much of an accent to be Freddy Krueger, although they would digitally do his voice, but I just like I super can't see Shredder. It. Well, remember we had Super Freddy in part five. Oh, in the yeah. comic book. Yeah, thing. yeah. So he'd be great for that casting. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Alright, so I got three more. Benicio del Toro. No. I'm not sold on him. I think he's the opposite of Bale. I think he's not intense enough. He's yeah. he's, he's too, too late, dude. He's too. Yeah. I've never really seen him I'm super thinking intense. Of his face, but his face, his face might look good in the prosthetics. But you're talking about making Freddy like a super laid back character, then? Because I've never, you never really see him get too. Even when he tries to be over passionate, I feel like he's like that cool guy in the room. Yeah. 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 Well, I say like my- the closest thing, like um, uh, Dr. Gonzo in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, is yeah. the scariest I've ever seen him. Pretty much. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the Richard Jenkins and Willem Dafoe, you know, at the top. But again, they're just, I think they're too old for it. So I, my, my two favorite ones I say for last. Um, the first one, Steve Buscemi. He would look good. Yeah. I, I, okay, so if, he's creepy looking to begin with. He yeah, would be perfect. He, he, be perfect. he looks yeah. like a child molester. <laughs> wow. Some, hey, whoa, wow. whoa, 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 okay. whoa. <laughs> especially after, especially after the <laughs> rape of two Corys. Calm it down, man. I'm just saying. Pedophile, I mean, the name pedophile. Wait, I'm not saying too corny. Did you just see that? Last night, uh, Corey Feldman did the documentary, uh, The Rape of Two Corys. If you wanted, you could pay $20. I did not. Holy. And the, he named names. The only notable name on the list, allegedly, because I don't want to get us in trouble, was uh, Charlie Sheen. He says that he That's he always raped, been known. Well, yeah, but he said he came out and said he raped him and Corey Haim. So, 
well, it was always alleged that he was a pedophile. Yeah. He's named him as one. Which then again, I was like, by now he's that guy's such a heel now, yeah. and a scumbag that I'm sure nobody. And he keeps getting jobs in Hollywood for some reason. I don't know. But Steve Buscemi, I don't mean anything against. No, him. let's I'm go back the way into he the no, no, yeah, we were just giving you shit. Yeah, but yeah, like, no, I think like, Steve, <laughs> and the reason I thought of him was I Buscemi watched. would be. Gr- I watched Billy Madison the other night, and just the way he looked in that, like a lot of his early characters. But if uh, Steve Buscemi's listening, we love you. And oh, I we, love Steve Buscemi. We don't, I don't think he looks like a pedophile. I don't think he does. <laughs> me and Rafe, both, me, me and the professor, sorry, do not think he he's one like of my a pedophile, favorite actors. Sir. I, I love uh, Steve Mike Buscemi. C's opinions are his, but I don't think you look like a pedophile. Sir. He's got I think the you're bug amazing eyes. He, he would the bug be, eyes and the teeth he would and be, the lips. He would be good as Freddy Krueger. He would be good. I agree. So my favorite one now. This is my favorite one. Killian Murphy. Eh, good choice. Yeah, good I can choice. see that. I can see that. Yeah, he's great. The, the only one I'm going to add to the list, and uh, he's unlikely, but uh, it, it's going to follow in the Bill Mosley footsteps, would be Bruce Campbell. Because for horror fans, I mean, he's a little bigger yeah, than a normal big, Freddy. He is. Yeah. He's a little too big. But going to the fact that horror fans are the first people you're going to have to impress, there's not a lot of huge horror icon names out there that could be Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Bill Mosley is one of them. I think Bruce Campbell's the other one. Uh, the problem is Bruce Campbell is too big. Of course, the other guy that you could throw in there would be Kane Hodder, but Kane Hodder is super too big. Yeah. Like, to the point that there's you, you just can't do Kane right. Hodder. What about... So, realistically, I mean, if you did a slightly bigger version of Freddy, because, I mean, he's not gigantic mm-hmm. as Bruce Campbell, but if you did a slightly bigger version, because obviously you're relaunching a series, he'd be a good pick just because horror fans would be like, oh, shit, Bruce Campbell's Freddy. Right, but there was some... I, I can't even remember which one of them it was you guys were mentioning earlier, but you're like, you know, horror fans would know who it is, but the mainstream people wouldn't know who it is. Same, Bruce Campbell, same thing. Horror fans yeah. know him. Well, but actually, Burn Notice was huge, out, brother. Burn Br- Notice, yeah. Briscoe County Junior, man. But I, I also <laughs> want to point out, you know who else would be a good pick? And, nope. and I and, and this is the last one I'm gonna throw. A good pick, and his company is pitching it is Elijah Wood. I almost put him yes. down, but I as a young as a younger version of Freddy. Because yes. if you're rebooting, you would want to start younger. I think Elijah Wood, especially after watching the remake of Maniac, Kevin in Sin City. Yeah. But yeah. if you think about it, if you watch 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 the watch Maniac, if you never yeah. saw the remake of Maniac, awesome Elijah movie. Wood is amazing. See, to me, he's movie. just too baby faced and too. But with the makeup, just a little. He's kid. got the right. He looks like a little kid still. But I think I think here's what I'm going to go with him, and I agree with the baby facing. With the makeup, he would look good, right? Because it would look different. But let's put it this way: if you started in in, in regular Freddy and going into the makeup. It would be kind of intriguing to see that pedophile angle played out by somebody who looks looks like good kid. enough looks but looks good enough also to lure a kid in. Yeah, you know? think about it. If you get too creepy, what kid really is gonna want to? You know, that's that was my only problem with Robert Englund. Because think about Robert Englund, like was scary as shit when he was regular Freddy too. So you're like, how are you luring these kids? That was the nice part about Jackie or Haley in the remake. Because in the remake, if you notice, he looked like a kid. Yeah, it was you, it was easy to believe he could be a pedophile and lure them in. And, yeah. and I, I'm not saying obviously he's not. It's, it's a movie, but I think that that would be where Elijah Wood would be very good because you would be like, oh shit, I could see him luring kids into being raped. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, and I mean, it sounds bad to say, but that's part of the character. And then once you get the makeup on him, he he's menacing. Believe it or not, I I was surprised at how menacing he was in Sin City. He was menacing. Yeah, and, and in Maniac, he is super menacing. Yeah, and I I was worried about maniac i love maniac the original movie mm-hmm. and i was like man it's hard to take over that scary that serial killer was great but then i, I saw him couldn't get through 15 minutes of it i really it was terrible how did what? you oh so it was good. in first person for starters I it was amazing oh, i thought so that was i'm sorry God, i'm sorry mike i gotta disagree with you that yeah, movie... and, and speaking of comedy chops have you ever seen cooties 
Yes, yes, that is a good movie. <laughs> Isn't uh, Alfonso Ribeiro in that? Yes, Rain it's Wilson. A, Rain Wilson's also in it. It's, Rain it's, Wilson it, would be a good. Oh, Rain Wilson might be good Friday. as well. Yeah, Rain Wilson. I'm gonna throw in. Let's there. let's just go with. Or no, Alfonso Ribeiro wasn't in Cooties. No, it was somebody else. He Sorry. was in uh, Ticks. Yes. Sorry, I, wrong movie. Wrong, I'm gonna add Rain Wilson Sorry, to wrong, my list. Wrong, wrong. He's, he would be awesome. I, I hate to say it this way, but wrong token black guy. I, I got him confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> like Cooties had a different token black guy. I can't remember who it is off that man. I'm, I apologize to him deeply. Uh, but I, Rain Wilson was in it. And I love the uh, comment of, uh, like, oh, my God, it's, it's pickup time. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a, it's going to be a feeding frenzy. <laughs> that movie was so good. If you have not seen Cooties, by the way, out there, you want to watch a fun zombie movie. It's amazing. And yeah. also, unlike Mike, who hates Maniac, me and the professor both put a stamp on the remake. That's the only movie the that I can think of that I would give worse Do you, do you, like, do you like the original? I would give it a zero out of ten. Do you like the original? The original one disturbed me so much. That That's I the actually, point. I yeah. gave that DVD to Luke. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That movie's so good. That's the only DVD I've ever given away out of my a lot collection. Of, a lot of people say that about the original. The original it is so unsettling that, that it does. It, but that's what it was supposed to it's be. It's like it Henry works. the uh, Henry and the Portrait of the Serial Killer. Yeah. You watch it. Yeah, I didn't care. You for watch that it either. and you feel like you need, you need to a take a bath. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I didn't realize that was a true story. Oh yeah. So well, based it's on. based on. So it's loose. Had the same character, the same name. Right, but it's it's loosely. So loosely you know, as as everything in life, the dramatization. Now, some of the stuff that he did in that movie, he did in real life, but then the dramatized parts weren't exactly, yeah. gotcha. you know, that's where it's, it's different, you know, it, but it is pretty close. It's not right. like, it's not based on like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right, 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 know, right. Like, it's not very far off. It's actually close to it, but I digress. I think all those picks were graded for Freddy. Obviously, we're staring down a new Freddy. I think we all had some great selections. Uh, by the way. You guys out there listening to us right now, you tell us who you would accept as Freddy Krueger. Uh, do you agree with any of us, or do you have somebody we didn't even put on the list? We'd love to hear from you. If you want to talk about that or anything else, or add a question, or add a movie you would like us to watch, anything at all, you can do that on social media. Of course, we're on Facebook, HorrorZone607. Like and share the page. We are on Twitter and Instagram, at HorrorZone607. Use the hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on any as you know because you're listening you can find us on any podcast provider please spread that word to all of your friends look us up we're on every podcast provider we're on Stitcher we're on Apple Podcasts we're on CastBox we're on uh, we're on Spotify just type us in Google we're on Google Play Podcasts we're on all those podcast providers and many many more go ahead smash the subscribe button that means our show will come to you every week downloadable you don't even have to worry about it you can hear us and uh, our takes of course if you would like you could also stream and download us from our own website that's right Mike we have a website it's called A1. Are you sure? Really? Yeah. And this is also a podcast. Wait, where am I? Yes. This is also a podcast. Last, last week. I'm he, never going to live this down. Last week, he, no. he didn't know we had a podcast or a website. But you can listen to this very podcast. I just show up every week and talk in a microphone. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't know this was going out there. You can listen to this very podcast on our website, 8122productions.com. You can stream and download from there. Also, you can read reviews that Mike C. and the professor have done. Even some I have done as well. You can also check out the Three Fat Nerds. Uh, that's awesome. I hope that show and also one of our 8122 production shows as well as the wrestling show that I do with Ken M from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. You go to Friends of the Show and you can go right to OchoDuroParlayHour.com and check those guys out as well. Also, big shout outs to Floodlands who does a lot of the Floodlands slash Crimson Brethren who does a lot of the music you hear during the tags on the breaks along with uh, the shout at the robots, the Foss Fiends and uh, you'll hear Second Suitor here and there so I just want to plug all the bands. You can find them all listed under Friends Second of the Show. Second Suitor? Well. Second Suitor, yeah. From like Mall Rats? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love. Can that's you where say they got the second suitor. That's, yeah, that's where they got the name. 
they're good. so great. They're they're actually a very good band. That's awesome. Uh, they do a pop punk kind of. All right. It's, it's really actually really entertaining. You should listen to them. They're yeah, great. I like punk. Uh, so then you you kick it over, and of course you can look at our local sponsors. Of course, Dragon Master Games where it provides us with a studio. I'm also going to announce the uh, Three Fat Nerds slash Eight One Two Two Productions second year anniversary party will be here at Dragon Master Games on April 11th. Uh, we will, me and me, Diesel and uh, Ron will be giving our Star Wars movies in order from worst to first or from first to Ooh, worst, oh, depending boy. upon how you want to do it. And uh, that'll be a live podcast going down. Plus, there'll be refreshments, uh, cake, cookie cake, probably, because that's what I liked last yeah, year. Yeah, last year. Let's do it. Let's do it this year. Uh, BYOB. And then we're also planning another surprise that hopefully will go down that night as well i can't announce that surprise yet but i can tell you april uh, 11th the doors will open at eight o'clock here at dragon master games uh the podcast will start about 9 9 30 depending upon the special guests that we have coming as well uh, it'll be a lot of fun michael keaton fun. right it's michael uh, keaton. i wish i wish we had michael keaton coming no. I, I would announce that right now but it's <laughs> yeah. not michael keaton sorry yeah if it was michael keaton we would yeah have i to. would have led I, 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 I would have led with that <laughs> nope would, we're gonna keep a secret it, nobody it shows up back now it's nobody, michael keaton. nobody shows up and michael keaton's just chilling <laughs> what, what was this guys what's going on hey he got his money he doesn't Let's get nuts. I'm just going to record him doing Beetlejuice voices. <laughs> Anyways, uh... <laughs> So, uh, last but certainly not least, if you would like to support the show and get a lot of great bonus content from 8122Productions, you can do that on Patreon. Patreon.com slash 8122Productions. Uh, it's, it's, it won't, we won't break the bank. It's literally, the, the we have two tiers. One's $1 a month, one's $3 a month. So, as little as $12 a year, you get to get all the bonus content. You get a little comfier seat at the table, as Ken M likes to point out, if you pay the $3 a month. All of that does go into the show and uh, getting the you know stuff. And we do have some uh, patrons, so that's awesome. Yeah. We would like more. Once again, just listening to the show is good enough for us, but if you would like to take that extra step you get a bunch of ton of bonus content with it as well and uh that's patreon.com slash 812 directions and mike that's all i got for the plugs at the end of the show okay well thank you so much for listening again this week we appreciate each and every week that you guys tune in i want to thank the professor hey it's always you made pleasure. it again i i'm gonna this I'm is gonna becoming a regular I'm, thing I, I do my best i'm impressed well you know you're taking a lot of time away from your busy schedule teaching the youth of America. I aim to please. Don't you teach something like 65 courses a week or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I have 1,000 students Yeah, this semester. This semester alone. Yep. That's like, yeah, like daily. It's like I have to, if they write a five-page paper, that's a lot of pages. Yeah, that I have it's to a read. lot. It's a lot. The fact that you find time to do personal reading is amazing. Yeah, yeah. it is. And yeah. then he comes and he takes time out of that just to, you know, to come and do the show with us. This Absolutely. Little, this yeah. little show that we've got. Rich, thank you, as always, for everything you do. It's a pleasure. And I'd like to congratulate Mike on actually mentioning our names when he's talking to us. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. Hey, you. Hey, good. you. Hey, pronouns you. Well, normally, it's just Rich and I in here, so I can just look at him and say, so what did you think? So. Yeah. You know what? Pronouns are very good yeah, this week. And, and he, I think he acknowledged that we have a podcast. Yeah. And possibly yeah. a website. We might, really we may, there yet. might be a website. Baby I got to look into it. Baby stuff. I got to look into that. If not, we should start one. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought we were just getting together and just talking about horror movies and just like hanging out. <laughs> what are these microphones doing? He's like, I didn't even know. I thought we did that so we could hear each other better on these headphones. You guys are idiots. I love it. <laughs> well, we do. We, we knew we were on the podcast and we had a website, so I don't know. That's true. Good point. Good point. Could so be, is the special guest going to be like some, one of the Golden Girls? Is Betty White going to be here? Uh, I think she's the only Golden Girl left, She is, but, but we, I mean, we might be able to get Rue McClanahan's. Did, did they all die? Yeah, I think so. I'm we might be able sure. to get Rue McClanahan's like corpse in here or something. So I'm pretty sure she's the last surviving one. She is. Damn. Yeah. So. I think even Stanley died. So, yeah, I think yeah. so. I, I think, think she's uh, the only one alive. left. Yeah. Well, God love her. God love. Well, her. the funny part was uh, the 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 person who played Ma. She was the youngest. She was the youngest, she was the youngest and she died the first. first. One to go. 
hmm. which is crazy. She was Wait, the, she played died? The, Yeah. They're all gone They're except, all for, gone except for Betty White. Yeah. Wow. And Betty White just turned, what, 100? Or 97 or 98. Yeah, she's up there. She's getting almost 100. It's going to be a, it's going to be a tragic day when we have to announce think, the death of Betty White. Yeah, of course. course. Like, of course, I have two she has horror. By the way, she has horror ties. She was in Lake Placid. Yes, she was. Yeah. She was amazing in Lake Placid. She was Placid, great. So. Yeah. I have so, two Golden Girls t-shirts. I would be wearing one that day. Yeah. So. so that'll be a sad day. I mean, she's a national treasure. When, when Roma Clanahan died, this is, a, this is a true fact here. This is a true story. I true used to go do stories. karaoke all the time. The day that she died, I wore my Golden Girls t-shirt to that that show or to that that whatever you want to call it that karaoke, karaoke night karaoke and i jam. actually sang thank you for being a, thank you for being a friend i did sing that song that night so it was and he broke down a, crying it i did break really down crying it was embarrassing for everybody down the road and back again everybody yep. was embarrassed but me i mean it was your heart is true yeah you're a friend of the confidant <laughs> and with that we're gonna bid you all a fair do for this week so for the guys this is mike c saying see ya